superchargers, headlights, and more. With over 122 million parts, eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Stay on your A-game with all the parts you need at the prices you want. It's easy to bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. See ebaymotors.com. Now commencing. This is the Rich Eisen Show. With guest host Mike Hill. I don't understand the devaluation of the running back position. Live from the Rich Eisen Show studio in Los Angeles. The Vikings, in my mind, are not a better team the minute they released Dalvin Cook. And in the NFC North, guess who's up? Hey, Detroit Lions. Earlier on the show, senior writer for The Athletic, Joe Varden. Author, TJ Newman. Coming up, Fox Sports NBA analyst, Jim Jackson. Actor and comedian Guy Tory. And now, sitting in for Rich, it's Mike Hill. Back on the Rich Eisen Show Radio Network. Mike Hill filling in for the great, phenomenal, the incomparable Rich Eisen. Sitting at the Rich Eisen Show desk, furnished by Granger. Can I get one of these desks? This <laughs> sure. is. It's a really nice, solid desk right here, too. With supplies and solutions for every industry, Granger has the right product for you. Call, click Granger.com or just stop by. Uh, Jim Jackson coming up uh, momentarily on the show to talk NBA Finals. Uh, hanging out, my man Chris Brockman, Jason yo, yo. Feller here. Hey, of course, my man TJ over there. Uh, what up, though? Yeah, TJ. <laughs> TJ. Yo. TJ was accusing me of black-on-black crime. In the break. <laughs> <laughs> I thought the brother was going to come in here and we was going to be able to top it up. You know what I'm saying? I thought we was going to bond together. And I'm disappointed, Mike. Are you trying to shame me it's about first class? Yo, man. Coming for Richard O'Roku. light-skinned Light skin, sweet and light skin brothers, man. You know, uh, what's, what's one of the Jenner girls? That, that uh, Kendall. Kendall, did you see the shirt that uh, well, Kim was wearing? The shirt Kim, with her with her starting five on it. She got a tight. <laughs> By the oh. way, her starting five could win a series. Oh yeah, they could. All of them brothers in the NBA, all of them light skinned brothers too, man. We winning. Steph Curry, we winning. We winning. <laughs> Let me uh, welcome in a winner, my man, a good friend of mine. I've been knowing this cat uh, for about fifteen years now. One of the funniest guys in the business. Um, actor, comedian. Uh, he is now a uh, producer, big time producer on Filmmaker. one of the best documentaries on Amazon right now, Fat Tuesday. Guy Tory in the house. What's, What's up, Guy? Man? What's Good to on? see you, man. Excuse my hat. Uh, I didn't have a chance to get a haircut before I came to the show. <laughs> <laughs> and, and my hairline is kind of like yours, Mike. Um, <laughs> we, got, we got that free safety hairline. It's backing up. <laughs> and it only covers certain areas. So, excuse the hat. I know it, it's, it's called Beijing. Tell, tell, it's important no, for I the ain't brothers. Doing the Beijing. You don't do the Beijing? No, I ain't doing the Beijing. I'm just going, you know, God Because it would just God blend is, in with your skin color. God is my barber now. God is your barber. Yeah, God is my barber now. I'm just going to have to Fall out with my follicles and just tough it out. It, it, it's just, it's important in our community oh. to go get a fresh haircut yes, every week. Yes, it is. It makes you feel better. Does, does it make your skin feel clearer? It does. It, even though it, it's just clear. I'm, haircut, is, it helps your self-esteem, man. It does. Right. So right now, I'm really low right now. <laughs> <laughs> well, you, you just got off the plane. You just came in from Oakland? Literally right across the street. Came in from Oakland. I was in Oakland, California last night. 
I left just like all the teams are leaving. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> I, I love Oakland. But no, my good friend Lunell, very funny comedian, yeah. shot her comedy special last night. She's from Oakland. Dave Chappelle uh, produced it, and wow. I had to go support support her. Every time I've called on her, she's come to my pro- projects, my documentary, everything. So I had to fly in, surprise her, pull up on her, yeah. and just support her. Heavy hitters, man. Uh, you didn't get on stage last night? No, man. Tony Rock killed it last night, you know, opening the show for her. And Lunell, she's a queen. I was just a fan last night. You know, what, Gary Payton. What, what, oh, you saw GP? GP was GP. there last Gary, night. The what, what's GP up to now? Man, he's uh, we're working on a project together, man. But he, he was coaching, and, you know, the big three is starting. Right. up again so he's getting ready for the big three Cute. yeah so yeah. yeah uh one thing i love about you man is like you're unfiltered <laughs> yeah. uh, you, you are unfiltered you will say what's <laughs> on your mind no matter who's there you will talk about people's mamas yeah and you know but you, you you when you hit you, <laughs> you you uh i think you really came into fame i think it was it at the shack roast man. or emmett smith's roast it, it was the shack all-star comedy roast uh featuring honoring Emmett Smith. Okay, featuring honoring Emmett Smith. And you go in on everybody. It's ironic that you bring that up because just right before I went to Oakland, they're doing a documentary on that roast. Really? That's how iconic that roast was and still is, is that they're doing a documentary on it with Jamie Foxx, Doug Williams uh, segment was just like Hall of Fame. If it was a Hall of Fame or a GOAT of of, com- of roast moments, Jamie Foxx, Doug Williams, not the football player Doug Williams, comedian yeah. Doug Williams, moment was the best. Doug Williams doesn't want to remember that. Doug Williams oh, was like, that was like Kwame and, 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 and Biggie. Biggie. Yeah. Yeah when, yeah, when Biggie said something about the, the uh, polka dots. Yeah, and Kwame was in a, in, a, in a club with women around him, and they put on a Biggie song, and Biggie had a lyric saying, you played out like Kwame's polka dots. <laughs> and I heard the women <laughs> left his side. Real quick, and that's what Jamie Foxx kind of did with oh uh, Doug God. Williams that Jamie, night. That was, was the funniest roast, roast moment in the history of roast. So when you're on stage and you're and you're in the city and you see an NBA player or NFL player or whatnot, yeah. and you start going in, has right. anyone ever gotten upset with you? Oh yeah, oh yeah. I've, I've, you know the, the Shaq roast. I mean, now I've spoken with him and we're cool. But Jason Kidd, you know, when the Lakers beat the Nets in the series, uh, doing that roast, I talked about. Uh, Jason Kidd's son, who's who I met. Oh, about he's, he's grown ago. now. Yeah, he's grown. Yeah. He grew into that head. Because um, he, he, <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> he, he looks like Mr. Stay Puff now from Ghostbusters. <laughs> but but uh, but yeah, no. And I I met him, and it was it's all good, it's all click. I was I was scared of Jason for years, dot running from him. Really? Because I thought he wanted to, you know. Like, so so you heard that he was looking for you? I heard through yeah through Sha- at Shaq's wedding when he got married one of the times. Uh, like you, Mike. Um, <laughs> he said that, that that Jason wasn't too happy about the, you know, me talking about a different TJ, mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh, and I was scared. Oh, yeah. Okay, all right. But I, 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 I Facetime with him, uh, you know, during the end of the season last season. Everything is all good. All good now. Yeah. All good now. Big Lakers fan. Huge. Huge. How, on, how long did it take you to get past uh, the uh, Western Conference Finals? Well, you know what's funny is, is that in the first half of the season, I kind of didn't have expectations. I'm a, I'm a big Ham fan, you know, the, the coach of the Lakers. and I, I, I But we just weren't winning. Mm. But then Palenka, you know, went in his bag of tricks and some magic dust up. Uh-huh. And then, we, you know, we got in the playoffs and we went further. But I kind of had no expectations because it's still new. Players gelling and everything, so it was good that we got as deep we got. You know, I'm, you know, it is what it is. But I can't wait to see uh, the next year's team. 
is LeBron going to be on the team? Oh, yeah, he'd be there. LeBron ain't going So you don't feel like the the whole retirement talk is no, just him talking? No, it's in the moment, in his, prisoner moment. So he's he, he going to be back. Okay. Yeah, he's okay. going to be back. We're, we're going to have some – we got to get some new players in there, a few new pieces. What do they need? Woo! Well, you know what's surprising is? Because I love, uh, you know, Schroeder, mm-hmm. you know, as, as the point guard. And, you know – Chris Paul is out there. I would love to see Chris Paul get a ring. So I mean, you want okay? So you want Chris Paul? Yeah. Who, and I love Chris Paul. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. I'm saying, he, he playoff Chris Paul doesn't stay healthy. But you know what? But LeBron his, is breaking down a little bit, yeah. and Anthony Davis is right. a game time decision before the game yeah. starts. <laughs> oh. AD stands yeah. for any day he may not play. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah. But no, I think I, we, a few more pieces, man. I think Ham is is a great coach, man. I think we're gonna be all right. All right, and yeah. you're also a huge St. Louis Cardinals fan too, from St. Louis. Louis. Fan, period. And you're going to uh, England, London, London, London. This year, last year, well, the, London's the, in England. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. But, you know, but I want to make it. You <laughs> okay, know. okay. Uh, last year, the Red Sox and the Yankees played uh, in London. Mm-hmm. This year, it's the Cardinals and the Cubs. So I said, you know what? I've never been to London. I'm going to go check out my squad. So I'm going, my sister and I, were going over to London. So you're going over there for the game? Just for the game. And just so happens, my nephew, shout out to Eric McWoods, plays soccer for Sweden. And that's You have a professional away. soccer player in your, in, your, in your family? Yeah. Yeah, man. Really? Yeah. Yeah. A professional person, period. Nobody else professional. That's what you call <laughs> stripping a professional. A couple of sisters who are strippers. But, um,. <laughs> <laughs> Do they, yeah, they, 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 the they know Zion? Huh? Do they know Zion? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's right. I'm going to have to see if they slipped in his DMs. Uh, yeah, so I'm going over for, just for the Cardinals-Cubs game and catch my nephew in the soccer game. That's awesome, man. That, that, that must make you feel really proud, man, to see oh, yeah. a guy that's a professional. Man, I watched this af- kid uh, go from a young age, man, through high school, through college and now playing professionally. Is this man. the same kid that I met when I came to LA I think that it time? Is, yeah. When he brought him to the airport when I came over here and I was hanging out with. I believe so. This believe is so. Joe's son. No, it's not Joe's son. No, oh, Joe, it's not Joe's yeah, son. Joe kids aren't athletic at all. <laughs> okay. uh, this is my sister Roberta's. Uh, she's a star. No, Joe is an athletic kid, TJ. But uh, another TJ. Mm-hmm. But anyway, uh, yeah, no, it's, this is Eric McWood. This is my sister's son. And you uh, you actually got uh, an athlete. You and Joe have an athletic background, oh, too, yeah, right? Oh, yeah, man. I was, I was nice. I was nice with it, man. I played football, man. You played in, in high school? In high school. Played against Trent Green in high school. In tr- oh, really? Yeah. How did that go? Uh, man. How would you describe your high school career? Yo, my high school career was great. The rest of the team was terrible. <laughs> <laughs> but I was great. And Trent Green... Uh, only played three quarters because they they was beating us that bad. Oh wow! Okay. So bad that they yeah. took us off the schedule the next season. Like, yeah, we this is we, we're not playing this. Yeah, team not yet. the JV team. Yeah, no, we won JV. That. We huh. varsity, but we played. They, we look like a JV team. What, what position did you play? Uh, I was running back and uh, receiver. Running back and, and receiver. defensive back. I was I played three positions. Okay. All yeah. right. Okay. Yeah. All right. How far do you think you could have gone if you would have had a good team? Oh man, I'd have had a ring. I'd have been in college. I'd have had a bowl. I had a ring, but, you know, I picked up a microphone instead, and the rest is history. Hey, man, and you're a pretty good comedian, man. Great. Thank great. You. I'm sorry. Go, yes. Great. I'm sorry. Goat. Great comedian. Goat. You're one. Okay. Uh, Go. Because oh, I'm a Capricorn. Oh. <laughs> I got it. I got it. I got it. Who, a goat's who, a goat, man. We always talking about greatest of all time, right? The the goats out yeah. there. When it comes to, and you you've always made a distinction between Comedian and comic. Right. What's the difference between a comedian and a comic? There's comics and there's comedians, all right? Comic says funny things. Okay. A comedian makes things funny. 
Okay. A comedian is someone that you get, they're, they're transparent. They take you on a journey. They tell you they're vulnerable. They, they tell you their life. They make their life funny. Okay. You know, comics set up punch, set up punch. You don't know who they are as a person. When you leave the show, yo, you laughed, you had a good time, but who is this person? Comedian, you know who this person is. You, 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 they take you on a ride. You grow with them. You, you know exactly uh, where they're coming from. So who are going. some great comedians right now? Right Comedi- now? Comedians oh my that God, take you on that so journey. so many, man. Uh, is that the Chappelle's of the world? Chappelle, obviously? Yeah. Tony Rock, Chris Rock. You know, uh, uh, Mike Epps. I love DC Young Fly. You know, a young one of the young guns coming up, mm-hmm. Cedric to entertain. I mean, the, the kings of comedy for sure. Right. But then there's so many others, man, that are uh, Cat Williams. I mean, you name it. They are some funny, funny cats. Uh, Earthquake. Earthquake, yeah. I mean, Joe Torrey, my brother. I got to say that because it's in the, our family contract. <laughs> Joe Torrey. Uh, yeah, so many funny comedians out there. Lunell, who just... Beasted it on stage in Oakland for her special. Mm. You know, Marlon Wayans has grown into a a, a great stand. His last stand oh was excellent. Yeah, very well mm-hmm. written, executed. So yeah, it's so many the name. I know I'm forgetting some people. Gonna be mad. Mark Curry, you know, another Oaktown guy. So yeah, it was a lot of funny comedians. Yeah, Cedric the Entertainer from St. Louis, Louis. All those yes, guys, sir. like you said, the whole Kings of Comedy. Is there one comedian that you not that you'd be afraid to follow anybody? Right, but you shouldn't be. But, if you think but, you're one of the best, you shouldn't be afraid to follow anybody. But is there one person that you have followed, let's say that you have followed, that mm-hmm. you're like, oh, I, I, I got to bring? Like, can you remember a show? Well, well, the thing about it is I hadn't had to follow too many of those, those guys. Oh, yeah, they, yeah. They, they're the headliners. But mm-hmm. I would say when I hosted the Kings of Comedy, I was the first host of the Kings of Comedy tour, Bernie Mac. Mm-hmm. I mean, Cedric gave me some, you know, some struggle, too. But Bernie Mac was that dude, man, that just left nothing on stage. He left it all on. He left it all on the stage, but left nothing, no stones unturned. I mean, wow. I mean, he set it on fire. Yeah, he did. Yeah, man. Yeah, uh, gone man. too soon, bro. One of my man. favorite comedians of all time. Uh, NBA Finals going on right now. Let's yeah. talk a little sports, man. A little bit more sports, yeah, man. Yeah, let's do it. Uh, Denver Nuggets. Miami Heat, nobody expected, you know, this NBA Finals matchup, but right. we're here now, game four. What did you expect tonight? I thought I thought Miami was win game three, okay, but they didn't. I think they'll win game four. Why? Uh, I think they're they're going to figure it out. Uh, you know, Coach Bo is, is a hell of a coach, and, you know, he's going to figure out what they did wrong in game three, and he's going to fix it, and they're going to win game four. Are you concerned? When I, when I hear Jimmy Butler talking about the effort, the energy. Right. And I heard Michael Malone talk about the energy in game two after game two after the loss. Like, does that surprise you? Uh, I'm surprised because it's the NBA Finals, G. Right. You know what I mean? The NBA you shouldn't fin- need motivation. You should need motivation. Right. The championship right. is motivation. Yeah, but, uh, you know, any given day. I mean, there's some days you know, as a stand-up, man, I, I, I just ain't got it. You know, and you want it. But it's it's just the universe and the stars are not aligned. Okay, it's but, just not but, your day. Okay, but if you so so for for example, you finally you know you great comedian, right? Yeah. And you've you've goat. done it for many years a goat, one of the goats. But you finally get this. Everybody wants this Netflix special, right? 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 Or, you well, got, no, it's not just Netflix. There's a lot of streaming uh, platforms. Oh, oh Amazon. I'm sorry, you yeah, on Amazon. Yeah, yeah. Don't you mess finally, money you, you, you finally got that big <laughs> special. You finally got this big showcase, right? right? And it's your time to be on stage, right? Is your energy going to be down? It depends. Sometimes you can get too, you know, too, too anxious, have anxiety, and it can work against you. You never know what you're going to do on that day. That's the thing. You just got to be ready, and hopefully all the training you did and the muscle memory 
will allow you to have a good game or a good show. Because mm-hmm. you've done it so many times, it's, it's muscle memory after a while. Right, right, so right. So you don't know. You, 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 you're hoping everything is aligned right. Right. You, you, everything, yeah, because you can get over-emotional, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can call, get a call, you know, in the middle of the day that could, you know, from, a, from an ex or something. Oh, man, and, oh, you, you, you know had to bring is. that up. Uh, <laughs> and, 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 it, and it could be just ruin the rest of your day, your energy, kill your energy. So that's why on days where you have, I think, shows are very something important, a game, you can isolate yourself. Mm. And, 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 and isolate yourself and keep, I, I don't even answer the phone sometimes if I have a very important show. No? Really? Okay. Therapy works for me. Oh, yeah. Therapy. Therapy is the, 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 the uh, cure for everything. Yes. Uh, same here. Yeah. Cigars and tequila therapy. Yeah, that's really good <laughs> therapy. Yeah, in other ways, too, uh, that I can't mention. <laughs> that's how I got these shoes on my I got a pair of, I, I got a story to tell you how I got a pair of Louis Vuitton shoes. I, I, I saw the shoes, man. The most expensive shoe I ever bought in my life and the most uncomfortable shoe I ever wore in my life. Yeah, my feet was my toes was throwing uh, gang signs. Right? Like, I'm telling you, my feet after after about thirty minutes, my feet was killing. It me. makes you wonder why women buy these expensive shoes. They look good in them. Louis Vuittons, the red bottoms. Yes, and they say they're so uncomfortable. They could take more pain than we can. Well, that's obvious. They have babies. Yeah, but you see at the end of the night, you know, we had a club at the end of the night, and the girls being mean to you. It's not you. It's her feet. Her feet like, hey, you better get out of here. You know we hurt. You know? And she's like, no, but he, he good looking. He got, I don't care. Them feet, them feet start throwing gang signs. Like, yo, we better get up out of here. Raise up off me. Her feet start set tripping with her. <laughs> it's the feet. It's not you. So don't, fellas, don't lose your confidence when a woman is, is not giving you play at the end of the night. It's her feet. It's her feet. If you, all you do is take over to the couch, ask permission first, mm. and say, can I just rub your feet and talk to you? We get a long way, but ask. Just don't do it. How often does that work for you, guy? Um, it's never worked. <laughs> <laughs> it's never worked. It's never worked. <laughs> it's never worked. Have, you, have they actually gotten to the point where they've allowed you to sit down and, and put their feet in your lap? Well, sometimes once to take them shoes off, then, you know. <laughs> you change your mind. Yeah. Oh, and Cheetos, huh? Yeah. All right. Yeah. Hey, can you stick around? Yeah, let me, yeah. I'll I want to stick around because I want to talk to you about uh, Fat Tuesday. Fat Tuesday. Uh, obviously, Greatest documentary a, a, ever. A great documentary. It's a phenomenal. I don't know how long you worked on it. Uh, we'll talk a little bit more about your your uh, football team, the uh, L.A. Rams as well. That's right. That's more right. with Guy Tory coming up next right here on the Rich Eisen Show. That's the Ram gang side right there. <laughs> What's up, everyone? It's Reality Steve, your number one source for all things Bachelor Nation and reality TV. Every day, I'm giving you the the behind-the-scenes juice and your info on all your Bachelor Nation stories and also interviewing some of your favorite reality stars. My name has been synonymous with spoilers, but I'm so much more than that. Give me a listen. The Reality Steve Podcast, part of the Believe Network. Just search B-L-E-A-V on YouTube or wherever you listen. Afford Anything talks about how to avoid common pitfalls, how to refine your mental models, and how to think about 
how to think. Paula, while certainly you can mess up on a million dollars a year, it is far less likely than it is on $30,000 a year. Right. I would meet wonderful people that were struggling with a budget that was super tight. It was 100%. You need to make more money. Make smarter choices and build a better life. Afford anything, wherever you listen. Now, you told him about how you you are the Bill Walsh of audio executives. You can't screw these up. Your favorite catchphrase from the original Predator. Go ahead. Here's one. If it bleeds, we can kill it. All right. That's number one. Here's number two. Okay. Get to the chopper! Okay. Yes. <laughs> I'm just, you can't hear them. So what I'm going to do, I'm going to, I'm, I'm, I'm doing this blindfolded. Wait a minute, the sound, them. wait a minute. No, did Bill Walsh cannot have the volume up? <laughs> did the Bill Walsh of sound engineers not have the volume up for the segment? Oh my God. Oh boy. This is not bode well. Can you, go, do, oh, <laughs> there's a method to his madness. Do you want to try one more time now? Yes. Okay, go. go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Okay, man, here we go. We can kill it. Okay, if it bleeds, you if can it bleeds, kill it. We can kill it. Okay, here's the next one. Get to the chopper! Yeah, we can bring it the chopper. Mm-hmm. 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 And, here's, and here's the other one. One ugly mother... Okay, there's that one. Okay. Start bench cut. All right, get to the chopper. It's cut. Because it's only an incidental line, and the only reason we remember it is because he's Austrian. If anybody else said, get to the choppers, it wouldn't have been a line. It wouldn't have been a line. It's only because he's the choppers, because he's Austrian. <laughs> cut. Cut. It's superfluous. We're going to bench you your one uh, ugly, ugly MFR. So what you're going to do is you're going to start, if it bleeds, we can kill it. Because it because it's a succinct line, and it's done in a very naturalistic way. If it bleeds, we can kill it. Very well done. That's mm-hmm. just now, for everybody else who comes in here on the Rich Eisen Show, the we're going to show I'm them. setting the bar you know, here. We're, we're going to show them this start bench cut, because you have raised the bar, Keegan. Setting Michael the bar King. right here. We're going to edit out Del Tufo messing up the audio. We're going to edit that out. Can you edit that out? Can you edit that out? No, it, it, it's, it's too good. Perfect. <laughs> Back on the Rich Eisen Show, Mike Hill filling in for Rich Eisen today. I, I, the radio side can't hear what they're doing on the TV side. They had Key and Michael Key. <laughs> yeah. uh, oh, man, Key, yeah. Oh, uh, man, funny, he's talented. funny talking about, uh, was it bench? What was the say? Right, we play start bench cut. Start bench cut, yeah, right? Yeah. And and Del Tufo, who's not here today, Jason's <laughs> in today. Uh, did not have the sound up. He's, the, uh, he's supposed <laughs> the to be Bill the, Walsh the, of, the Bill Walsh of, of. The best part about that was is Mike was bragging about how he was Bill Walsh and he has this right. audio tree of everyone that he's taught <laughs> that's gone on to their careers, and then he didn't have the sound up. Did Del Tufo uh, teach you, Jace? Yeah, he taught me. I mean, I okay. give him credit. But okay. He also made an excuse in that clip that was just so wrong. <laughs> <laughs> nothing to do with it. <laughs> Hanging out with uh, comedian Guy Tour. We're going to talk about Fat Tuesdays in a moment. Uh, Jim Jackson is going to join us in just a second. Jack, Jim is uh, his son graduating uh, from kindergarten today. Wow. Yeah, man. Dope. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I uh, failed kindergarten. My, my, my. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Failed I kindergarten. Color. I couldn't color. You couldn't color? I stay inside the line. So. But maybe that was, uh, what was that? Maybe you were colorblind. No, I just Did couldn't color. I stayed that? outside the lines. It's like. My career. I'm That's always you, outside you the line. Are, there is no box when it comes there to you. There is no box. There is no box, is man. No box. Yeah, you stay in the glove. Hey, you was talking about Gary Payton earlier. Well, yeah. You met, you saw him, and you said, uh, you asked him a question. Yeah, you know, it was, you know, two goats talking last night, you mm-hmm. know, uh, a Hall of Famer and a 
Capricorn. <laughs> <laughs> and, and he was just asking, you know, me and Tony Rock and I was asking him questions like, yo, who was the hardest, like, to guard in, mm. the, in your career? And he said, John Stockton. Wow, yeah. Who's thinking, wow. of course. Magic or, or no, not Magic. Michael Jordan. Michael Jordan. Yeah, yeah Michael Jordan. Yeah, yeah. He said John Stockton. He said John wow. Stockton was smart. Yeah, a smart player and would like light you up and it like a silent assassin. See now, see this goes to my point, right? This goes to my point. What's your point? John Stockton, top five should be a top five point guard of all time. All time assist leader. Never won the championship, but Shorter he was shorts. Short shorts, just play the game. Yeah, he plays in some, some, some go-go shorts. I was making the point earlier, Nikola Jokic will be a top five center of all time. But when you name the top five centers of all time 30 years from now, yeah. you won't remember his name. You, 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 you don't think so? Because I he's, think if he wins. No, if he, well, if he win, well, if he wins multiple, if he wins four or five championships, maybe. But if he wins this one championship or doesn't win the championship at all, it, despite how great he's been, because he's just not dynamic. Right. I don't think people, just like Tim Duncan, right. the greatest power forward of all time. And both built terrible. They're both <laughs> built like a refrigerator box. It's just, it's just like, there's no definition in the arms. None. You know, uh, Duncan's hairline was always jacked, like yours, uh, was always jacked up. Yogi's nose was always red, like he's like Rudolph, the red nose center. Uh, yeah, just built terrible, but but dynamic. Just. I think that I think he will be in the conversation thirty years from now. Ah, he's he's incredible, man. I just think I, I, he should be. That's what I'm saying. Right. He should be. And right. and when when people say, "What about Jokic?" Oh yeah, yeah, man, yeah. He's definitely top right, five. Right. That's the way they'll, they'll remember Nikola Jokic. Right. Because he's just not that dynamic. Should have been MVP. Person. Yeah. Should you you think so? I think Over so. Joel Embiid this year. I think so. Yeah. Okay. Three time yeah. MVP. Who's be the still first playing? Huh? Who's still playing? But you know, it's a regular season of all. Who's still playing? Well, that's true, but it's still a regular season. And Embiid season is a beast. Don't get it I twisted. I love Embiid had a but great season. I, 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 defense matters, though. Yeah, yeah. The Rams didn't, you know, they when it came to defense. Be going there? No, I'm just saying. I thought that was Aaron a nice Donald, segue. All you need is Aaron Donald. Yeah, that's all you need is Aaron yeah. Donald. What about uh, your Giants? We made the playoffs last year. Okay. What would what, what, what the Rams do? Don't worry about it. We had more current <laughs> championship. Huh? Right? Huh? More current championship. More, uh, than current? Current. 2019, 2020. Yeah. Oh. We, we talking about Curry. That's what we yeah, doing now. Yeah, yeah. That's what. Yeah. See, that's what, what I used to always get into. Us. We used to oh. always get into an argument with Red Sox fans. Oh, who won <laughs> in the? Who's won in the two thousands? I'm like, hey, twenty seven championships, bro. I mean, are you serious? Oh. When it come to Yankees and the, come on, man, we, we ain't doing we that. Start, We're not man. doing that. We're not doing that. Let's bring in my guy. Okay. My other guy. Okay. A good friend of mine, Jim Jackson, Fox Sports NBA analyst, TNT NBA analyst, does a great job. What's up, Jim? What's happening, fellas? What's going on? Got yeah, Tori. Yeah. What up? We uh so uh congratulations by the way. I don't know if we can tell people, but congratulations. I just want to give you that congratulations on the air. What happened? I got married or something? The, <laughs> well, we know that's not happening. <laughs> hey, I, I got I to tell you, Jim, like, so earlier today, uh, about an hour ago, there was this guy trying to deliver flowers. Uh, not flowers, but flowers and some balloons. And it said, congratulations. Right. And it was knocking on the door. And it was like, well, they got the wrong people. We're knocking yeah, on the door. And TJ went. And TJ, what happened when you went to the door? Yeah, he's, he's looking at his phone. He's like, I got a delivery for a, a Mike Hill? And we were like, what? And the, and, the, and the balloons say congratulations into some flower. I'm like, man, I ain't get nobody pregnant. <laughs> like, what's going on? I didn't know, know if that was an announcement or something. Like, That's the way you're going to tell me? Right. Like, right. I can't afford I'm it. I'm happy. 
Who's your daddy? <laughs> I can't afford that, well, man. Thanks, 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 a, thanks a lot. Now, my, my son, he graduated from preschool to kindergarten. And nice. for those of everybody who had kids and been through it, it's like, man, you see your son, you get emotional, you watch it. He's grown so much, five years, about to be five years old, and going to kindergarten. And over here at Children's uh, Palace, they did a great job of, you know, accepting him and treating him like he was one of theirs. He learned so much and grown so much. So it was just one of those days, man, as a parent, uh, emotional, but uh, a special day. So almost five? Yeah. Yeah, he's gonna, he, he'll be, he, actually, he was born on Father's Day in 2018. Wow. So he, he probably, coming up next week. He's probably taller than me, too, huh? <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, guy, I, I, I wasn't going to say that, but yeah. <laughs> he really is. He is. Zavi, right? Zavi? He really is growing. He, he he looks really good. He's a he's a good looking kid, man. Good looking kid, man. So congratulations. I'm not did, did you cry? No, I didn't cry. But it was some couple times when they were singing some songs and got choked up. And the teachers were talking and and they came up and kind of walked on stage to kind of get their picture taken with the. Uh, Sign somewhat that you know indicated their graduation. It was it was it was emotional, man. That's, That's nice. awesome. That's, That's nice. awesome. All right, man. Let's talk some uh, basketball. What are we seeing right now? Yeah. When we look at Nikola Jokic and Jamal Murray, ten years from now, what are we going to be saying mm-hmm. about this performance? Well, it depends. You know, you know, the, the, for them, their legacy is etched in. Of course, they're going to be remembered as some outstanding basketball players, and maybe Jokic goes down as one of the best ever play the game, but of course winning the championship solidifies that even more because, you know, you're in rare air when you do that. Um, you know, it, it, it's interesting the transition that both have made, you know, from when they first entered the league, when you look at Jokic, who, you know, was a little bit overweight, uh, not as athletic, of course. Um, use of Nurch- Nurch- Nurchage was there in Denver. Denver had to make a choice you know, for mm. Nikola or Nurkic and what they did. And you look back at his transformation as he's always been skillful, but him dedicating himself to losing the weight, you know, COVID and keeping it off, I think it's paid huge dividends for a couple of things. One, his endurance is a lot better. His strength is a lot better. He's able to finish games, you know, with a fresher mindset and body because of that. And the skill set that he has is ridiculous. And, and I hate that people want to compare Joel Embiid and him and then take away and criticize the other to justify, mm-hmm. you know, their argument as to why one is better. I don't think you, you should do that. They're both individually skilled and they're both really effective at what they do. But Nicola, just what he's able to do, how he's able to control the game, from the center position, just totally affect how defensively you're, you're able to not defend the width of the court. He's special. And I, I would say this about Jamal Murray. Mm-hmm. He had a lot to learn as a basketball player, okay? How so? Maturity, basketball, IQ, okay. just understanding the game and how to play the game from a point guard position because he was a scorer by, by nature and understanding what it means to run mm-hmm. an offense, a team. But mm-hmm. I think what helped him – Really, I think we're really, and it's, and it's, you hate to see this, the injury, I think 
matured him a lot. And I say that is because he was able to sit and watch and understand what the game was all about from a deeper context and how and what he needed to do as a player to improve, you know, from the leadership perspective. And now you see you know, the fruit of that knowledge paying off big time at the biggest moment right now in the championship stage. Yeah, they're uh, two games away from their first uh, NBA championship. Uh, the Miami Heat uh, down 2-1. They seem to play better, though. And, and, and I know you covered the Eastern Conference Finals for TNT uh, when they yeah. were the Heat and the uh, Boston Celtics. So you see the resolve that they have. Obviously, they went up 3-0 in that series and then 0-3. But they seem to play better when their backs are against the wall. So what do you expect tonight? I mean, the Heat are going – the, the Heat figure out ways to win, okay, just like Denver. Now, you got to give Denver a lot of credit. They're one of the best team in the Western Conference. This team has been together. You add Bruce Brown and then KCP. That solidifies what they do. This Heat team, keep in mind that during the course of the year, they may have been top two teams that had lost games to injury. They didn't shoot the ball well. So they've been through so much through the course of the year that their resilience is the reason why they're always able to, after a loss, to come back. Now, keep in mind, I think it was the last three games. They lost the last three games at home. Mm -hmm. But they they figure out ways to come back and win games. It's not always going to be pretty. They don't have to shoot the three ball well because they're going to grind you out. They're going to make you work. They're going to force you to have to play the shot clock. They're going to force you to have to play a physical brand of basketball, physical in the terms of what today's game is. Um, and Eric Spolstra, to me, probably behind Pop, better mm. coaching the league. Yeah. Yeah. And I got mm-hmm. a chance to see Eric when, when I was with the Heat. He was our film guy. And what I think what makes Eric special, just like a lot of coaches that come through this way, he was in the film room breaking down tapes, so he got to see the game from a different perspective. He got to talk to different players and get their likes and dislikes how to communicate with players. He talked to coaches. He talked to scouts. He, Mickey Erickson, the owner. So he got this full knowledge of not just the X's and O's, but how to communicate with players, how to communicate with other coaches, how to communicate with um, you know, media, how to communicate with the ownership. Mm-hmm. And then you, you groom all that, put all that together. What he's been able to think about this early in his career, talking about, well, is he the right guy for the Heat? <laughs> And look, and look, look at where he's at right now. So the response to me is going to be one of they're going to play harder, play smarter. They, they, they have to do a better job of pick and roll defense. I, I can see them trapping a little bit more, but also taking away the points in the paint. The two games that Denver has won, they've won the points in the paint. So it's going to be interesting to see the strategic uh, moves that they make, Miami Heat make it tonight. Yeah, uh, it seems like the uh, the Heat are missing a lot of bunnies, too, uh, in the paint. Uh, we know that Denver's a, a taller team, so they could have the advantage in, in well, the paint yeah. when it comes to rebounding. But exactly. you know, uh, Bam is missing a lot of bunnies. Jimmy's missing a lot of bunnies. J- Jimmy doesn't seem to be himself. I, I know he's still obviously the leader of the team, but he's, he's – Maybe there's expectations because we expect playoff Jimmy, and even though he's scoring and at times he had a good first half the other night, we're not seeing Uh, playoff Jimmy what we're used to seeing like we saw against Milwaukee. Well, but it's a difference. You give Denver a lot of credit because they have positional size, meaning that even with switches, Jimmy doesn't have the advantage. Even against a Jamal Murray, Jamal's still 6'4". 
You see what I'm saying? It's different than, you know, maybe a different kind of switch. So give the Denver Nuggets a lot of credit. One, we didn't talk about them, how good they can be defensively, but they've influenced the way that Miami attacks the basket because of that size. But Jimmy is going to be Jimmy. You guys understand something. Jimmy Butler is not a high-volume shooter. Mm-hmm. Okay? He's going to pick and choose his spots. He wants to set his teammates up, get them involved, and when it's time for him to do his thing, that's when he'll do it. So he's patient in his delivery of offense. He's not going to force the situation. He's not going to force shots if he's not going. But I can see Jimmy being, I think, more aggressive the game, and I think in the third quarter, fourth quarter, he'll come around and he'll yep. figure out ways along with the coaching staff to kind of get his money on when he needs to. Yeah, talking to Gary Payton last night, uh, Tony Rock and I, and we asked uh-huh. him about this series, and, and, and Tony brought up the fact, and, and Gary Payton said yes, that this team is crappy. Mm-hmm. You know, and that's what Gary Payton said about this right. Miami Heat team, and he said it reminded him of the Miami Heat team that he, he was on when with. he won yep. the championship, mm-hmm. how mm-hmm. scrappy they were back then. And so it was like yep. it was, the comparison was kind of like was 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 blew my mind actually. Yeah, you know, but it's I mean the difference with that team you had still star power. Now maybe Gary Payton wasn't the Gary Payton of old, but he mm-hmm. had that DNA, that All Star DNA in him. Mm-hmm. That at any given time to turn on, turn the pages back and contribute. So the makeup of that team that they had back then when they won it. It's a lot different, but the ingredients on how hard you play, the attention to detail, uh, being professional, all of that, those intangibles were there. With this Miami Heat team, you have, you know, the story's been told about the undrafted players trying to figure out how to make the roster, but they bought into playing their role, which Mm. is very, very important. And if you think about it, it's Bam out of Bayou, Superstar, but in Kyle Lowry again, all star, but not the same player, but yet has the pedigree. But look at the roster and how it's built. And who have a lot to prove, who were kind of counted out in situations as far as making an impact in the NBA and even making the roster, but yet and still these pieces fit together. And by fitting together, they know their and understand their roles. And responsibilities gotten them to a championship. What would be interesting, guys, is if other teams take that blueprint and try to emulate that. Yeah, hmm. it'd be interesting. Uh, you know, I, I, win, or, win or lose, if Miami, you know, in the championship round, it'd be interesting to see if other teams do that. Yeah, uh, and remember, uh, Miami's playing without Tyler Hero and uh, Victor exactly. Oladipo in this. With this, yes. the fact that they got here as an eighth seed and they are a game away from tying the series up after four says a lot about yes. everything that you talked about, starting with Eric Spoelstra and that whole organization. Yeah, game adjustments are great too. Yeah, he, the yeah. best. I mean, well, both both coaches, man. I tell you, Mike Michael Malone has to get a lot of credit because they lost some games in the playoffs or some series. And you know, he <laughs> talked about is Mike Michael Malone the right person for this team? Well, yeah, he is. <laughs> yeah, you know, sometimes you got to go through the fire. Yeah. and you lose in order to get there. You know what I mean? Michael Jordan, the Detroit Pistons, they lost playoff series before they were finally able to cut down the net. Right. 
Yeah, Jim, as you know, there ain't that many good coaches out there. <laughs> so if you fire them, who you going to get? That's the thing. It ain't that many great coaches out there, man. Well, yeah, you know, you, you get rid of Okay, so who you bringing in? Yeah, but that, I'm happy for both because I love to see, and guys, you brought up a great point, that both make these in-game adjustments. Okay, little tweaks. Up. Okay, when Nikola Jokic is out the game, okay, we're going to play zone a little bit more. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're going to double-team Jamal Murray. When Jokic comes back in, we'll switch it back up. We'll try to hold on as long as we can, but Jokic is so good in the middle of the court that he'll break you down. So, you know, both coaches, I love the in-game, but also the preparation part of it and holding their star players and the rest of their players accountable. I think that's the key as well. That's what makes a great coach. Jim Jackson, great analyst, better man. Great father as well, man. Thanks for hanging out with me as always, my friend. I know you got a golf course and a cigar in your future somewhere. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, it's a little dreary today. I played yesterday. It's a little, little dreary today. But you know the cigars will definitely be there, especially tonight for the game. Yes, always on point, man. On I'll catch up with you soon, man. Congratulations again to your son. I appreciate you. Yeah, great, great talking to you, brother. Likewise, bro. Safe, man. All right, Jim Jackson okay. hanging out. I love Jim, man. That's yeah, my good guy. Dude, man. Jim, Jim's my. I work with him obviously over at Fox Sports all the yeah. time, man. Just like a just a cool dude, man. I've been introduced to a lot of good people through Jim Jackson. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was in Philly one time doing a show. I went to a cigar lounge, and and I'm walking in, and somebody, guy, I'm like. It's Jim Jackson. Yeah. <laughs> Let's smoke the cigar that, Both of you guys in the cigar lounge yeah, all man. the time. Man. Yeah. I can't. I, asthma. Can't do it, bro. Oh, yeah. yeah. You don't know what you're missing. <laughs> Stinky clothes. What I'm missing. <laughs> Death. That's what I'm missing. <laughs> I like to breathe. I don't know if you know that or not. I like to breathe. We're going to be back to wrap up uh, the show right here on the Rich Eisen Show. Stick around. <laughs> <laughs> Is it true that you met Lorne Michaels as a vendor at Yankee Stadium, the SNL founder? Yep. Is that true? Gate four, gate four, and I was I was a kid, and um, he was they, my friend. So that's Lorne Michaels. That's Lorne Michaels. He came out of the Players Gate, and um, I overcharged him for like three bats and some shirts, some Yankee shirts. <laughs> and then I, when I became a cast member, I gave him back like fourteen dollars and some cents. <laughs> And he said, what's this for? I said, because I overcharge you for some items. <laughs> he started laughing. He started dying. This is, when you said game four, like what, the 96 World Series? Is that what that was, Tracy? Uh, what do you think? Let me see what game, when were you, oh, when were you it, was, it was a, it was a WG. No, 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 Manningly. I think Manningly was playing. Okay, so that was probably like 95 or something like that. Okay, so... Yeah, man- so you're. So what were you doing out there? You were selling stuff. So you were scalping tickets. I scalped tickets. I sold souvenirs and I sold cocaine. <laughs> <laughs> and that's when it was twenty one dollars a gram. <laughs> I'm getting forty five regardless of how it go down for me. <laughs> so this is true. Sorry, because I live right up the hill. So I had tickets, I had cocaine, and I had souvenirs. You had it all. That's what you're saying. Back, had, back in the day. $20, $21 a gram. 
And so you sold hats and bats and stuff like that. And that's how you met. Isn't that gold. amazing? Don't forget the gold. <laughs> You got something in there, Tracy? Tra- Tracy really was Hustle Man from Martin back in the day. Man. I really was. He really was Hustle Man. I was. I was. I, was a, I, I worked Silver Dance and I was Tony Montana on the side. <laughs> Mike here for Rich here on the Rich Eisen Show. Some of the funniest things happened, like the clips you guys show from the old TV. <laughs> funny, oh, funny man, man, it was your Tracy Morgan, man. Oh, Hilarious. Man. Mike with Guy Tory hanging out with me. Uh, Brockman, Jason, TJ, first class TJ over there. <laughs> still a little hurt over there. Yeah, yeah he feels, he's still hurt. His feelings are hurt, man. I'm sorry, man. Yo, get that upgrade, bro. I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm addicted to, to first class. You know? I had an upgrade once. I, I get upgraded all the time. Yep. Uh, I had some horror upgrade stories, though. It was uh, I almost took out Russell Westbrook. Like It would have been no more Russell Westbrook. I was flying back to L.A. from Miami, and Russell Westbrook was on my flight along with Amber Rose. And our plane breaks down. Mm-hmm. So now we got to go back to the terminal, and they rebook us on a flight four hours later, and I lost my upgrade. So, so now I'm from first class in a middle seat in coach. Middle seat. And in that four hours, I bump into my ex-wife and her new husband <laughs> in the airport. Oh. For the first time. And and I and our new husband, she married up. Because <laughs> he was 6'5". Five, five. Five. <laughs> she, she married up. And so now I'm thinking, okay, wait a minute. We're all going back to L.A. I'm now in coach in the middle seat. They're doing very well, so I know they're in first class. And I'm like, if I got to walk past them in first to go to coach, oh. I'm taking this plane down. <laughs> no more Amber Road. We are, we, we are going, all going down today. We almost and, had a and, situation. And, and I found out that they're on a different flight. Ooh. And I was like, Lord, won't he do it? Yeah, won't, won't he do it? Won't, won't he do it? Won't he do yeah, it? Yeah, I but just... I, my ego couldn't have taken that. No, no, I don't think to you could. To walk past yeah. my ex-wife and her new husband. In first class. In first class to go to coach in he, the middle seat. He probably would have given you a little snicker. Like, Man, what? <laughs> Yo. <laughs> hey, speaking of uh, speaking of planes, how about the Jets? Hey. Oh, you see the little saying? Hey, man. Everybody's talking about the Jets in the AFC this year because of Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, man. Aaron Rodgers came out today. I think we got some new sound from Aaron Rodgers talking about, uh, you know, spent all those seasons in Green Bay. He'd been in New York a hot second, and this is what he's saying already. Hmm. Yeah, I think it was, it was good. Uh, yeah, I'd originally planned on being back on the West Coast for at least a week to get with my uh, bodywork people and my trainers. But uh, when I hurt my calf, it was best that I was just here the entire time rehabbing and then uh, – just being around the guys, so made for a lot of opportunities for some, you know, some get-togethers in the city, and um, obviously, you know, Taylor Swift concert, and uh, we had some good team dinners and uh, a lot of hangout times. So that was good. The last six weeks have been about the most fun I've had in a while. So it's fun to come to work and be excited about what we're doing. We got a great quarterback room to be able to work with. Uh, Todd Downing and Rob and Hacks in there all the time, and you know we get some other randoms coming and sit in the room, which is nice too. But to work with Zach and Tim and Chris has been a lot of fun. Most fun he's had in a while. Wow! And they got a great quarterback room because he's Ooh. now in the quarterback room. Right? Quarterback room wasn't that great before right. him. Right. No, 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 no. It was grounded. Now they're they're back flying high. Now they're flying. A lot of expectations on this uh, this Jets team this year, man. Yeah, if they, if they don't win and win early, he's 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 going to be the host of Jeopardy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm 
you know, I'm concerned. I'm concerned about Aaron Rodgers. I'm, you know, only because, you know, I was born in New York, and I know um, New York's all my teams, a New York right. Giants fan, Yankees, Knicks. I know Sorry it takes a certain mentality to play oh, yeah. in New York. Yeah, you're right. And not just because of the fans, but because of the media. The fans, though. The fans are tough. Let me tell you, I went to a draft at Radio City Music Hall years ago, and, the you know, the Jet crew was there, right? Mm-hmm. And this little kid... And his dad was there. A kid had to be maybe 10, 11 years old with a Browns jersey on. When I tell you those grown butt men <laughs> heckled this little boy. A little boy. Man, he was crying. I'm like, Jet fans are brutal, brutal man. Brutal. This is a 10-year-old kid. But his dad, his dad couldn't do anything. It was just him. He was way outnumbered. He just took his son and left. <laughs> That's when you know when you know you're about to get your beat. <laughs> you're yeah. just like, hey, man, yeah. just go ahead and take this L. Yeah. You know, talk smack on Jet Twitter afterwards or whatever. Are brutal, bro. They are brutal. But I, once, I, I'm, and they, they can, as quickly as fast as they love Aaron Rodgers right now, right? Quickly to turn around. Oh yeah, they will. It will they will flip the switch they on will. him in a heartbeat. He don't, can go from don't let them go two all, and four. Yeah, two, they, yeah, yeah, out the yeah. gate two and four, and it might not even be his fault. Man, they will turn on and see the thing. And the, the problem is, he's not used to that. And we know Aaron Rodgers how he's kind of surly, right? Toss right. back. Doesn't right. like too much the media. Right. Only talks to what's my man's name over at ESPN now? Uh, Pat McAfee. Uh, Pat McAfee. Yeah. Basically, that's his boy. You know right. what I mean? So sleeveless. Sleeveless. You know, nothing against Pat. You know, yeah, right. put the guns out. But at the same time, like the, when the media wants to turn on you, Ooh. as great I love Michael Strahan's my guy. Ooh, love yeah. him to death. You see Michael Strahan smiling on GMA. Right. I covered Michael when he was with the Giants when I was working in New York. Right. Michael wasn't like that. Surly. Surly. No. Patrick Ewan wasn't like that. Right, right, right. I've seen the media. Right. I've heard the media in New York talking about wait until what you see. Wait until you see my column tomorrow. Mm. I've heard them say that. Mm. Wait till you see my I'm going to kill them. I mean, that's that's how they are, bro. (laughs) So they'll turn. So if Rogers Aaron can't adapt to that. He got has thick skin. Going to have some issues, man. Put your big boy pants on. You better put your big boy pants on. Thing is, on. though, Mike, we still don't know who's on Hard Knocks, and everyone's like, got to be the Jets. Got to be the man, Jets. Man, yeah. Robert He's, Sala is talking. He doesn't want to be on there real quick. Hey, I, I, I got it. We're only on, out of time. Okay. Uh, uh, Fat Tuesdays. Fat Tuesdays documentary is out on Amazon Prime. It's doing well. 100% on Rotten Tomatoes. It made 100%? Time, 100% on Rotten Tomatoes. It made the best documentary of 2002 on the New York Times list. So it's great. It's it's funny. It's great. You laugh. It educates you, inspire you, enlighten you, and uh, it's just a wonderful piece of work. Yeah, it's great. It is great. I'm, you saw it, TJ? Oh yeah, a couple. I've watched it twice. As a matter. Oh wow. It's Thank about you. yeah, about the uh, the black comedy scene here yeah, in, uh, in L.A. in the nineties during oh, yeah. the riots the and everything that was going on. Best comedy night. Period. Yeah, it was good. Hey man, I'm proud of you too because Thank I remember you. I've been knowing you for a long time. When I first got here, ten years ago. You were working I'm on working it on then. Grind. I've been on this show before when I was talking about what I was working on. And yep. to finally see it come out and do well uh, is it, amazing. That's great, man. I'm happy for you and everything that you're doing. Thank uh, you, all man. the the projects that you got going on. Uh, we're actually working on something, too. Yeah. You know, behind yeah. the scenes, too. Oh, we'll see yeah. what happens right there. Might be able to help you out, TJ. Might be able to help you out. Just <laughs> oh, help me that's great. you in first class. We're going to put you in first class. <laughs> we're going to upgrade you, TJ. <laughs> you upgrade your air, because the air coach is bad. Yeah. You're going to be able to get some warm nuts. Oh, yeah. <laughs> awesome. In, in the bowl. Warm towel. In the hot towel. That's important. towel, though. Thank you to Joe Varda, the athletic, TJ Newman, the author, Jim Jackson, for coming on, and, of course, the great guy, Tori. 
category. And I want to thank you guys. Thank you, brother. Mike. Great job, Mike. Yeah. That was Jason, awesome. thank you, TJ. I appreciate you, that man. fast. Thank you, Rich, for allowing me to be on yeah. the show. Hopefully, I haven't said anything that's going to be so crazy that I won't be able to come back for another four years. But <laughs> enjoy your weekend, everybody. It's the Rich Eisen Show. We'll see you next week. Peace. Thank <laughs> you.